is a member of the Mice Chat Podcast Network. MicePod.com. <laughs> Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature and mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are ours and ours alone, not those of any other brother. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody meet and pretty, then on with the show. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Let's put on the show. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. Tis After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. his head uh, on this packed and busy winter evening. I'm Paul. I'm Nick. I'm Paul D. And joining us at our table, the lovely Michelle. Hello, Shell. Hello there, boys. Nice to see you all. It's nice you to have too. a feminine touch in the... Uh, that was very rude, actually. It's nice to have someone feminine in the pub. Yeah, yeah, just I'm don't expect here. me to do any dusting while I'm here, love. I'm not in, not in that route at all. <laughs> well, he was hoping you'd play barmaid, to be honest. But... One of my many careers was a barmaid, but <laughs> I'm off duty tonight, thank you. We, Fair we, play. We've seen the top of your Facebook page, so um, you're more than, <laughs> you're more than welcome. And when I say the top of your Facebook page, uh, before we introduce ourselves and, and our beer, um, where have people come across you from? Oh, gosh. Um, could have been the Miniminxes Disney podcast, which I co-hosted for quite a while with the lovely Kim Goodwin. And due to all the saga of Touring Plans Podcast Network ending and one thing and another, Kim and I decided to end the Miniminxes. And I wasn't quite done with podcasting. I think you boys still need to, uh, you know, be shown the ropes by us ladies. So. We need to run for our money. Yeah, definitely do. So, along with a good friend of mine, Jane Phipps, who happens to have been on Minimixes a fair few times, we've started a new podcast called Disney Dream Girls. Good stuff. That's what we like to hear. And uh, yes, it's fantastic so far. Oh, we haven't started properly yet. And Wait, give us a couple more weeks and we'll be running after you, lads. Y- you've got the hang of it already. So, uh, yeah, gentlemen and lady, uh, what are we drinking? <laughs> Um, okay. I'm very mild tonight. I've, uh, for, for no reason whatsoever, but I'm trying to get into fizzy water. So uh, I've got a Pellegrino. San Pellegrino. Mm. From, from, in, from the Italy pavilion at Epcot. Exactly. That's what I thought. Yeah. You've already got my connection before I have. Uh, imported from there, you see. Uh, right out of Via Napoli. <laughs> <laughs> if you make pizzas with that water, it tastes lovely, apparently. Mm. Or, or something. <laughs> Pizza it's water from the canals of Venice, I think. Oh, oh. <laughs> Ooh, I can imagine that. Complete with bits of Daniel Craig floating in it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mr. D. Um well, Nick has blazed the trail here, but I'm following in his footsteps, so I've got a bottle of Bankside Chardonnay in honour of saving Mr. Banks that I went to see this weekend. Oh, very good. Cheers. Okay then, Michelle. You know the drill. Well, obviously, as you've already mentioned, and it's not that I'm going to keep getting plugs in for my wonderful, fabulous, ebullient podcast at all this evening. But you've actually managed to use a word like ebullient on our podcast. If anyone's got their bingo card and have got ebullient, then they've just uh, (laughs) dab it now. I thought Um, that was an African disease. No, it's not, that's a bowler. Oh, that's a bowler, sorry. <laughs> it's that the thing where you, you win stuff that's got tickets attached to it. Yeah, and it oh, kills no, you. That's a, that's a tombola, sorry. 
And it fits in, the word ebullient fits in with my alter ego of being Snow White, who is my dream girl. And seems my dream girl, her favourite tipple that sent her off to dream about Disney was an apple. I'm going to be drinking a nice Magnus cider. Mm. Well, um, several hours ago, I was in the middle of France and I drove like bilio to get to the pub. Tonight, and on the way home, I picked up a couple of bottles of Tramont, uh, a, a, a Flemish ale with three mountains on the front. So I figured that's my splash and big thunder and space. Very good. Very good. Good link. Mm. So it's, it's, it's got some sort of cage around the top of the court, so it's meant to be quite good. Well, that's, that's a sign of uh, classiness. A, a cl- classiness, is. a caged beer. Yeah. <sighs> Gentlemen, if they want to get in contact with us, how do they do that? Well, of course, they can. Uh, they can. They can come and visit our lovely website at www.disasterart.com or they can email us at podcast at disasterart.com. Or they can find us lurking on Twitter at disasterdark or Facebook at facebook.com forward slash disasterdark. And also on macechat.com. They can indeed. And YouTube and Bebo and MySpace. We keep saying that, and I don't actually think we're on Bebo or MySpace, but. (laughs) No. And and I'm not sure with the new rules as to what you can actually show on YouTube and all the music and everything. We'll be on there much longer. We're on on Bieber, though. Yeah, Yeah, he's actually got our our logo tattooed on his back. Oh! There you go. Oh, and um, Shell. You don't mind if I formally call you Shell? Because it's easier than Michelle. Yeah, you can well, call me that name. That is fair. That is wonderful. Oh. Um, <laughs> as long as you don't start singing Beatles songs at me, then I will get really angry with you. Why? What's wrong with Paperback Writer? Paperback Writer is beautiful. There you go. I, I prefer an Onion Writer. <laughs> Uh, but if we're going to start singing songs, I, I was thinking enough is enough, fly high, Michelle. And I'm I, not singing in French for you, boys. I'm sorry. I'm not up to that this evening. Uh, <laughs> I, I just wonder how much of a Disney podcast has some classic 80s hair metal enough is enough fans listening to it. <laughs> None. No. Uh, yeah. Yes, the question was, how can they get in contact with you, Chef? Right. Um, Twitter, we are at DizDreamGirls. We can be emailed at um, info at disneydreamgirls.com. We have, as I speak, the wonderful Mr. Simon Phipps is building up our website this evening, so it might be online by the time I publicise it this evening, and that is the disneydreamgirls.com, and you can search for us on iTunes under disneydreamgirls.com. Good. And you, who, who did all your logos and everything like that? Is that Simon? It is the wonderfully talented Simon who just happens to be, you know, married to my co-host Jane and he's done all the wonderful artwork. He is absolutely outstandingly talented and makes me want to snap all my crayons. <laughs> yeah, I've got a daughter like that. She's much better than that. Um, okay. <laughs> Gentlemen. Well, straight on with the show, I feel. Um... I can find the right button to press because it's been a long day. A view of the news with this After Dark. <sighs> Who's had their eye on Disney news recently? What's been happening? Anyone? So, yeah. Well, if no one wants to go first, we're going, no, Paul, go first. Uh, um, okay. Um, a little bit of uh, what's coming up in 2014. So there's going to be a new uh, parade for the Magic Kingdom and it's going to be called uh, the Disney Festival of Fantasy Parade. And that's scheduled for spring 2014 and it's going to be based on the stories from the new fantasy land on Main Street. So there's going to be Ariel and Friends, uh, new floats uh, with a colourful musical party, Scottish dancers, so that's just me, um, based on the movie Brave, and then you got Peter Pan and 
there's going to be some Disney princes, Rapunzel, uh, from from Tangled, etc. So long-awaited new parade for Fantasyland or for Magic Kingdom. Why have they never done the three o'clock parade? And just called it the three o'clock parade. Yeah, Disney's three o'clock parade. <laughs> Madame and Monsieur, uh, yeah. the three p.m. parade. Why? You know why not? Yeah. It, it would make it more sensible. That, that's the name it would be given. Yeah. It's like Stitch's Great Escape is just called the Stitch Ride. Yeah. Big Thunder Mountain to anyone is probably just called uh, the Runaway Train. Whoa! <laughs> no, I don't know about that. If my if my if my daughter turns around to me at five years old or whatever, and says that, well, she's going back to Orton's house. All right then. Uh, How many of you have ever actually referred to um, Epcot, the golf ball? Oh yeah, everyone. That's different. <laughs> for us, it was apricot. We called it apricot for years. <laughs> and, and you can almost guarantee, and I'm sure we've mentioned it before, that Ratatouille's kitchen calamitous breakdown nightmare knife throwing party is going to be called the Ratatouille ride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, d- I do think sometimes with, with certain things you should just call it that. I mean, as we, we pointed out, though, saying that, we pointed out that the Snow White ride actually has the most sensible name of any ride like that. In the, it's Snow White's scary adventure. Yeah. yeah. So that make, at least that makes sense. Apart from when you first go on it and you're 42 and you're expecting it to be like the Tower of Terror and it's not. Hey. We expect it to be scary and it's not scary. Well, you've got more nerves than me, madam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but man is scared. But to, to be fair, most people do. I mean, you know, I've, I think I've pointed out before that I'm quite a lame when it comes to certain things. So. Oh, dear, I do. Um, yeah. so, Nick, what was your item of news that you found? Well, it's all been going a bit crazy, hasn't it? I don't know if, you know, I suppose it's been a big thing over the last couple of weeks, but basically, uh, my Magic Plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all going a bit um, breaths up, isn't it, really? One, one, one would hope so. But yeah. I, I, yeah, not in the right way. No, I mean, basically, for, for those that may not have seen, um, it, it's been a very expensive project. Uh, we're talking, I think it was something in the region of about £40 million or something. Uh, sorry, £40 million or something has been invested since the start of this project. Um, and they're now realising it's not really going to do all the things they wanted it to. So it's not really working properly. They're probably not going to roll it out to California because it's a completely different park and it works in a completely different way and it basically wouldn't actually be a benefit to anyone. And so because they've spent so much money and they know it's kind of a dead duck, they've now turned around and said that a lot of projects that were on the horizon have now been put on hold indefinitely. Now, don't worry. I know everybody's thinking, well... You know, does that mean Avatar Land's been postponed? No, that's still going ahead. Um, I don't, I don't think um, Hell's going to make that one freeze over. But what we are talking about with this is things like Star Wars Land or Star Wars World or whatever it's going to be called. So the main thing that people are worried about now is that that has been put on ice. Now, again, don't get me wrong. When I say it's been put on ice, I don't mean like. Disney princesses on ice or anything like that. There's not going to be a, a skating Star Wars spectacular. I just mean <laughs> nothing's happening with the project so far. Um, so that's what was coming out last week, and it's been put on hold because of that. But it now transpires that uh, all the rumours coming out of Burbank is actually the reason why the project's been put on hold is because if they build the attractions now, they'll be based on the six films that are currently out. And they'd rather tie in with the new films that are coming out, which I suppose does make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the Star Wars fan, you just want something now, don't you? Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. yeah. Over and above anything Avatar could put yeah. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So it, it's a shame, but if that's the reason why I suppose the decision to postpone it does make sense, even though it is frustrating. But, you know, Florida needs some love. Let's be honest. 
So if they're not going to do that, they've got to think of something else to do. You know, is Carl's Lane going to go in a bit quicker? I don't know. But they've got to do something if they're going to postpone Star Wars for another few years. Michelle, have you got any news for us? Well, I, I got two, just oh. in case one of mine sort of got pinched. So I'll choose the favourite one, and that's about Joffrey's, their uh, coffee that you get in your rooms at some of the uh, Disney resorts. Yeah. Well, there's now two Joffrey's coffee stands invading over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, um, where you can go buy your coffee, espresso and pastries. Um the thing that struck me, because they've brought these two kiosks out where you can go get your coffee, etc., slightly a little bit cheaper than Starbucks. You can also buy on Joffrey's website the special Disney coffee packs and resort blends as well. But it's like, well, Joffrey's, Starbucks, two coffee franchises, the surely, you know, there's the one at Magic Kingdom, there's the... Epcot one, there's going to be soon the downtown Disney Starbucks, but now Joffrey's have got two stalls at Hollywood Studios. So does that mean studios aren't now going to be getting a Starbucks or is there going to be a coffee battle in the middle of Hollywood Studios with lightsabers? That's what our Star Wars land is going to be. It's going to be the battle of the coffee companies. Well, I'll tell you what, I know who's not going to be happy about this. Mr. Star and Mrs. Bucks. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. I mean, to be honest, I am very, I've been very against the Starbucks uh, influx in the parks anyway. Yeah. So I'm too. quite glad that they've done, they've got that instead. Um, and to be honest, if Starbucks had, had done that, if they'd had like stalls or something in the parks, I wouldn't have minded it so much because taking over actual property, that's what upsets me. So um, that's quite interesting though. So I, 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 I don't really mind Starbucks, perhaps because the nearest one to me is about 15 miles away. But other than that, I can't actually move for bleeding Costas. Yeah. So I'd probably whine a bit if Costa had got there, because I don't see this Starbucks taking over the world thing around here. So, well, it's interesting that this Joff, Joffrey's company have had a deal with Disney since 1995, and it sort of puzzles me, well, why did Disney then go to Starbucks when they've already had an existing deal with a coffee company? It's just it's very, the other way very around. Bizarre. I reckon it's the other way around. Mm. I reckon it's the other way around. I think it could well be the fact that, you know, Starbucks have approached them and, you know, nothing's better than a bit of synergy between two big companies. I mean, at least we forget that, you know, back in the day you could get uh, McDonald's French fries in Hollywood Studios. Mm. Oh, and, and in Frontierland. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's something actually that uh, piqued my interest this week. A very small little news story, mind you. Um, <laughs> and what about your news story? Yeah. Um, Kitching. That, that, that's what she said. So, um, yeah, th- th- there's been a new camera deal that's been signed with Disney Worldwide. Because um, I'm sure some of you have, have noticed in certain parts of uh, the parks that Kodak is no longer uh, sponsoring different attractions. Um, and the new deal is with Nikon. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Nikon cameras are now going to be uh, all over Disney parks. Yeah, with the signs that say photo spot. Yeah. <laughs> new pre-show for uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Good. Has, has anyone ever not gone past a photo spot and tried to take a photograph of it and use the... It's a photo spot joke, but I don't see what's posh about that sign that says photo spot. Or is it just me? Well, I wish I'd taken more pictures of photo spots. Yeah. Photo spots of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. God, that, that's, why has no one done that as a book? Yeah. Yeah. Just a picture of photo spots. Three up there with obsessed. restrooms and trash cans. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> obsessed with hidden Mickeys, but what about the photo spots? Where's the love for them? Yeah, yeah. Pretty, soon, pretty soon it'll be coffee shops of the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I, I've, I've got a piece, because I've been out of the loop for a few days, so I've found a piece of news that really didn't hit the headlines of uh, another injury at Disneyland Paris. And in all seriousness, it's not me just messing around. Uh, while we were there, there was an injury on Lan- the, Le Carousel du Lancelot. What? Yes. Some uh, small uh, small child was on one of the horses and fell off one of the horses 
and they put a curtain around it and it took nearly 20 minutes for the paramedics to get them up and stretch it out uh, before the ride was completely opened again uh, but my daughter actually watched it happen um, oh. and it's it, you know, any injuries are sad but when you've got a child that isn't quite big enough to sit on a horse and you leave them sitting on said horse and then rumble around in your pocket to find your iPhone to take the photograph and the kid falls off the horse, it's not the kid's fault. Or the horse. Yeah. No. Hold on to them. Uh, if you're going to take photographs, by all means, have your camera at the ready, but don't just go, oh, you just sit there, because kids fidget. And also, of course, as well, for those that have seen Saving Mr. Banks, um, that I reckon that ride's going to be very popular now. Yeah. Definitely, in yeah. Because mm. Emma Thompson's been on it. I want to go on the horse Emma Thompson went on. How I want to win. How... I want to win twenty bucks. <laughs> how, yeah. how, how do they know which one? <laughs> I haven't seen the film yet. Do they actually mark? Have they marked it? <laughs> it oh, was she, she may have done. It was she pretty went hot on that the day. horse called Jingles at um, Disneyland California, so that's that's going to be the hot ticket now. Oh, right. you think the horses are called Jingle, though, don't you? A fast pass just for the one Typical. horse. <laughs> All the horses are called Jingle. <laughs> and there'll, be one in it. there'll be one in every park. Now, we've done, for us, we've done way too much Disney news, I think, for one show. Over to you, Nick. What have you got for us? Well, I think now, following on from our last, uh, our last show, um, if you ignore the Thanksgiving one, please don't ignore it, but, you know. Um, we were talking about Blackfish. Yep. It's now been on, so I'm sure a lot of our listeners now have been able to see it. Um, but the fallout continues. Um, so two bits. The first one is uh, American band Bare Naked Ladies, who had uh, a very hit with uh, One Week yep. many years ago. Um, have uh, have cancelled plans to play at SeaWorld uh, following. Um, we're not sure if it's because they watched the film or just peer pressure from the fans that haven't seen the film, but either way, it's been hinted that that's the reason why uh, they've cancelled the date. So, you know, that's quite interesting that um, it is obviously having a knock-on effect in certain ways anyway. Um, but also, they've just announced that there's going to be a three-month closure of uh, the Shamus show okay. uh, in January. Now, it says it's going to be for, you know, complete rehab and everything like that. But, you know, maybe it is, you know, maybe there's nothing against it at all, but it just seems a little bit weird that, you know, this has all kind of come out the last few weeks and then all of a sudden uh, the show that's really been at the forefront of, uh, of all this stuff is uh, being close to refurbishment. Yeah, the weird thing is, I mean, Blackfish has been out for a little while in the States, though. It's only really, only recently been telling the UK, so... It, but at the same time, although it had been out uh, in the, uh, the theatres, yeah. um, it, it was actually shown on CNN yeah. um, and broadcast across America about two weeks before we saw it. So, um, yes, you're absolutely right, but um, I think the fact it's now been on normal TV has probably um, pushed that a bit more I, as well. I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, because having seen it, I've, yes, I'm still reserving judgment on SeaWorld as an entity, um, because I'm going to, you know, obviously we're travelling six and a half thousand miles, so I'd like my girls to experience and to see penguins and dolphins, and yes, you can see them in the wild, etc, etc, I understand that, and if I really want to take them whale watching, I I could, but I don't really want a three-year-old on the bow of a whale watching ship when I'm Disney World's around the corner. But I I'd be quite happy if there wasn't a an orca killer whale show. Yeah. At SeaWorld. That's you know. Is it a feeling righteous thing that I I don't know? Just because they're big animals when. The smaller animals may get similar treatment and similar size pools to go into. But I, I don't know, it, it feels different. So until someone brings out a manatee based documentary or penguins. And Happy Feet wasn't a penguin documentary, I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know. I've only ever seen the ending to that film, but uh, that makes you think maybe it was. <laughs> So I, I, yeah, I, 
Will I still visit SeaWorld? Well, yeah, it's a day in an alternative park and there is a degree of education. And, and Manta's a fantastic ride. So, yeah. But am I happy I, that there, there wouldn't be a killer whale show there while I was there? Yeah. Take it or leave it. You won't that be is... dining with Shamu, though, because they've cancelled that as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's on a three-month hiatus doing a... Um, I think it was like an up-close presentation on how they train Shamu instead. Okay. I've heard, actually, Shamu's actually going to be doing some community service during that three-month period. But that's... I've not actually got official confirmations. So that may have been just made up. Yeah, I've already done that too. Any, any younger listeners, please close your ears. But Shamu died in 1973. Yeah, this is the new Shamu. Well, well, there's several Shamus in there. I thought, I thought they did have several. I don't believe there's actually, uh, again, this is just from the documentary, but I don't believe there actually is a Shamu anymore. No. no. Like, officially, I don't think there's a Shamu. No. Yeah. Not very, very weird. It's no, but... probably all to do with convincing us that they live for longer than they actually do. Next, you'll be telling me there's no such thing as Santa. Why would anyone say anything like that? <laughs> yeah. Weirdo. That's different. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that my daughters uh, don't actually believe in Santa, but they're just playing along because they think that I do. So I, I could live with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, there's no such thing as Santa. Uh, uh, no, look, Dad believes it and he'll buy us presents. Go along. With it. <laughs> okay. Oh, and San Santa's magic, so there's no limit to the to the spend here. Yes, yeah. No, there, there is credit limit for Santa. Don't be daft. I want that. Thanks. <sighs> that is, has anyone got any more news? A little bit. Uh, oh, Disney, Disney Cruise Line 2014. They're the um, the magic is coming back to Europe, and it's been refurbished. So it's now got a an aqua dunk, not an aqua duck. So it's a smaller or different version of a slide which drops three decks. Uh, but it's coming back to Europe, and for anybody who's done the Mediterranean cruises, they have been leaving from Barcelona and really doing the sort of central med, so south of France, Spain, um, Italy, but. For 2014, for the first time, the magic is actually going to leave out of Venice and a, a Greek uh, cruise. Oh, okay. So for those who are interested, that's and that, interesting. And that'll be a, a refurbished magic? Yeah. Fantastic. Right. So what is this? So it's got a new water slide? Yeah. it's. Uh, from what I've heard of it, it's almost like a, like a drop. Um, I think you stand in it and the, and the platform drops away. Mm. And you drop down three decks. What, so about, it's, what it's... about ants? Ants. Yeah. If it drops down three decks. What about ants? And, uh, yeah, I think he. I think he's just made an ant and deck reference. <laughs> I think he has. Yeah. <laughs> no I was, one will yeah. Go. Hey, I, I thought. I thought all of our American friends were big fans of uh, ants and deck and their favourite well. entertainers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I know that's bad in my mind. Always reminds me of love, actually. Thank you, Antor Deck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. oh, actually, one one bit of news, just Keep in case I forget it for the Christmas show. Um, it's just been confirmed uh, today. They've announced the Christmas schedules for uh, bits and pieces uh, for anyone on the planet that hasn't seen it, which I'm sure is no one now. Toy Story Three. Will be on at Christmas on on the BBC, but more importantly, on the twenty second of December, Lady Gargoyle's Christmas special starring the Muppets. Ooh. That is officially officially what it's billed as. Now I know what you're thinking, but no, Lady Gargoyle herself isn't actually a Muppet. Um, but it does feature all of your favourites, you know, your Kermits and your Miss Piggies. I'm looking forward so, to the irony of seeing Miss Piggy in, in a bacon dress. You sure it's starring the Muppets, not wearing the Muppets? Well, well you do wonder, look at the press release. But um, the, the official title is Lady Gaga and the Muppets Holiday Spectacular. Cool. Mm. Yeah. 
And uh, it's, uh, it's the special C Lady Gaga teaming up with the Muppets for special performances of songs from her latest album, as well as comedy sketches and a sneak peek at the forthcoming film Muppets Most Wanted. So basically, it's the Muppet Show with special guest star Lady Gaga. <laughs> um, surely that's it, isn't it? Yeah, so that's the thing. Um, there you go. So I'll, I'll, and I'll be turning, tuning into that. Yeah, me too. To watch the Muppets. Yeah. Yeah, all about the other Muppet. Yeah. That we whiz her on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sky Plus. <sighs> well, is that it? Is that the news? Other, other TV recorders are available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even been yeah. And, and Nick, you've got to be careful when you say your bits and pieces because I think there's another... UK podcast host who's got that trademarked. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, i to watch, watch myself before I wreck myself. Right, it's time for our, our minute's worth of attraction. Because it's still working and no one's complained about it or, or switched off too far. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good reason to keep going. Keep Nobody's going. complained. No one's complained yet. We'll keep going with it uh, until someone says, that's rubbish. Stop it. Um, so, for a bit of fun, uh, I'm not going to flip a coin. Who went first last time? Mm, I think it was Paul last time. All right. Yeah, which I think means, so. Which means you're up, Nick. One minute, dinosaur. Well, Dinosaur's an interesting attraction. It can be found in uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom and is kind of based on the 2000 animated feature film Dinosaur, although the storyline is completely different, so I'm not sure how they've come to that conclusion. So you go into a time rover, which is a bit like a Land Rover um, or an open-top Jeep, and that's what you go around on, and it's a dark ride. Very, very dark, actually. And uh, it's very hard to see things as you're going around, but the main attraction is massive dinosaurs because you've gone back in time. And um, surely that's not a minute already. Ah, that's a minute. Surely you've uh, seen massive dinosaurs that are all around you. Um, One that's a bit like a T-Rex, but not a T-Rex. I'm not even sure what it is, really, but it's big and red and scary. And uh, it's a very interesting ride because the whole way through you just shook about as if you're like a little ragdoll whilst driving around uh, on a train track. And then right at the end, you come back to uh, modern day by going through a time portal with special effects that really wouldn't have been a miss in the 1977 episode, Doctor Who. I've got no idea what Nick said while that music was on. <laughs> it was a bit, a bit loud. Okay. All I could hear was rhubarb, 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 rhubarb. <laughs> oh, so you've, uh, you've found my secret. Yeah, but the first, the I, first 30 I'm, seconds were good. Yeah, I, I think I noticed T-Rex said twice. Ah, so one was in reference to Mark Bolan. Right. <laughs> one was in reference to a restaurant in downtown Disney. Yeah. <laughs> All right then. <sighs> right. Paul D. Bring on. One minute. Expedition Everest. Go. Expedition Everest. Okay, so this is an attraction which is based in the Animal Kingdom Park. It is a thrill ride. Um, it was opened several years ago. It's a fast pass attraction. It's a roller coaster which is based on climbing Mount Everest. Um, it's got a few surprises. Uh, there's two directions, you go forwards and backwards. There's a section where you're in the dark. Uh, there's a Yeti which is supposed to be highly animated, but has never really worked right since the day it was put in. So what <laughs> Disney have done is, they've got strobe lights that make it look like it's moving, and that's called B-Mode. And someday, maybe they'll actually fix the damn thing. Uh, it's a ride that I really like. You can hear people screaming on Expedition Everest from the other side of the park. The theme is fantastic. It's got a gift shop. You can buy stuff. Yeti's on it. Um, and I... Uh, the oh, time. <laughs> you were starting to struggle towards the end, but I thought I you were I stalled really at the well. end. I went in a B mode at the end. C mode. Can I, can I just say, uh, there was one thing I, I would uh, counter with. Yeah. Which is um, when you say climbing Everest, would you climb Everest on a train? Yeah. Uh, but, but 
But the other thing, and actually this, this goes back to Mr. Stone's original point, is uh, when you switch to the, the opposite 30 seconds with the countdown music, it sounded like Paul went from standing right next to me in the pub, where, where obviously he is, to actually being in the Costa coffee shop down the road. That's right. So for that last 30 seconds, just like he did with me, he couldn't hear a single thing. So I just yeah. imagine it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, that it would It was do. pretty good. That would do. Well, we've got a guest with us today. Are you ready? Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm hopeless yeah. at this. No, <laughs> you want to hear us? That, 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 that's part of the challenge. Okay. One minute on Carly River Rapids. Go. Carly River Rapids is in the Animal Kingdom. It has the world's longest queue for the shortest ride. It's meant to have lockers as you go in to store your equipment so they don't get wet on the ride, but you can never get your dollar to go into the machine. Once on the ride, you are told to put your feet up and put all your goodies under a plastic bag and you go on a rotating ride, sort of moving along on the water and you get dead wet. It's got a theme story along deforestation which nobody ever looks at nobody ever gets you get very very wet it's very enjoyable particularly on an august sunny day and i can't think of anything else i can think about this ride to say apart from it's a very 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 long queue and you get wet and i've got to keep talking till richard whiteley keeps on doing his countdown music and Listen to the listen to the Disney Dream Girls podcast. <laughs> well, it's an interesting take on it. I've got to be honest. Yeah, a, a nice plug, but I think there's a degree of disqualification has got to go on there. Yeah, you got wet three times, and it was very, very, very wet. Yeah. It was and wet, 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 wet with Marty Pella. <laughs> Who's, I believe he's never been on it. That's yeah. just a rumor. Just a rumor. If he, if he has, if he'd like to come on this podcast, talk about it. Nah, I'd rather not. <laughs> um, see, I don't know. I, 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 that's closely one point each on the tie there, so um, it's completely and totally down to me. But uh, Michelle, who do you think's got it out of those two? I'd put it as a draw because they were both very good, but I couldn't hear all of it because of the countdown music. So I'm going to be very, very nice and say a draw. Oh, I'm sure we had some sort of plan of what we would do if it was a draw, but I can't remember. <laughs> Hang on a second, we haven't, we haven't got a plan properly for this segment. What do you mean in case there was a deadline? <laughs> yeah. You think we've got a backup plan? <laughs> I, 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 I know the best backup plan is um, to get the pub cigarette to, uh, to do some Miley Cyrus. Or is it going to twerk? Do? I hope not. <laughs> Um, what we could do, what we could do, uh, as it's ended up in a draw, yeah. is we could throw it out to the public. Yeah, we could. <laughs> Although they all listen to it on iPods and don't actually bother answering any. So, yeah. Well, we only need one. Yeah. If, if, the one you... or, if the one or two of you, and you know exactly who you are, write mm -hmm. to us uh, <laughs> or, or tweet about who won that one. Then no, no, then you have to actually write a handwritten letter and send it to the, <laughs> the mouse's head. Oh, you ready, boy? Yes, sing up. Yeah. Come on, Paul. You get a hammer from. Ooh, cuts out every hue, every color. You think a thing, and me had a run. It's only you, but never, never recovered. In other ways, not to have your friends. Your friends tell that you're a star. You got the best, happy world. Here's your wealth and a home. To the rock of the soul. You got the best, happy world. Do it all together. I know you can stop at the ball world. He's going to start twerking any minute now, he promises. He, I'll name even knowing it's Miley Cyrus doesn't help much. Well, it's, it's Hannah Montana, isn't it? I, I spoke, I don't know what 
Thank you very much, Cubsinger. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, uh, we'll uh, leave you there for that one. <laughs> yeah, stop. <laughs> Please. <laughs> just stop. <sighs> Nick, has anything got your goat up this week? Have you got a goat? Uh, not anymore. Okay. No, we, we got rather hungry. Um, yeah, there's a little something. Oh, right. It's only going to be a very small one this week. Right. Feel free. I've got to find that button there. It's Soap Dishes Soap Yeah, that bit. You can, you can have quite a long time because we're running short. <laughs> I really wish I could, but to be honest, there's not really much to get in my go, unless you want me to spend 15 minutes talking about Varnomation. I don't think you want that. So, um, as you know, um, dear listeners, uh, I've recently become a father. Uh, she's just turned six months. That's official. That's not a made-up number um, that I normally come up with on a weekly basis. This is actually correct age now. She's just become six wife, months. You have wife-based approval. Yeah, she, she made me write it down before I come in here. Uh, to call tonight, and um, we've uh, we've now got Disney Junior, uh, which is which is obviously very good for us, but mainly for Alice. Um, and we've been watching a lot of Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse. Now, because of uh, our trip to Disneyland Paris, um, she met Mickey Mouse, and now when she sees him, she always beams. She, she always starts laughing as soon as he appears at the beginning of the episode. So that's lovely to see. But what really grinds my gears about Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse is Pete. Now, Pete is a very um, long-standing Disney character. was in the original Mickey Mouse shorts and has always been a bit of an uh, antagonist to Mickey and friends. And he's the same in this cartoon, although obviously in a much more lighter fashion. But in about the 20-odd episodes I've sat through so far, nearly every time he's in the show... He dresses up normally as a woman. Okay. Now, I can't seem to understand why. No one seems to know the answer as to why he does it. It just appears that it's the norm. Because at no point does anyone go, Pete, why are you dressed up as a girl? Or in fact, Pete, why are you dressed up at all? I don't get it, and I like Pete, but I don't like Pete dressing up in women's clothing. Eddie Izzard, he's fine dressing up in women's clothing. That's fine. I get that. But this makes no sense to me at all. And frankly, it makes me mad. <laughs> uh, so, so last week, I, I titled the show something about Colin Farrell cross-dressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a thing. And it's true. I mean, I said, I've sat through so many episodes now. And, and the other thing as well, and obviously when you're a parent um, and, and your child's watching the TV or something like that, you're not always paying attention to what's going on. Um, but with Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse, for those that haven't seen it, every episode, Mickey has to do something and he gets mouse guitars, yeah. which are four things that will help him get through the episode, right? Oh, toodles. Oh, toodles, right? Toodles is great, by the way. Everyone loves Toodles. That's fine. But an episode the other day I was watching, right, one of the items to help him out in this was an elephant in a bathing costume. Right? I'm not describing to you, well, I am describing to you what was on the screen, but that was the actual description of what the mystery object was, or one of the objects was. An elephant in a bathing costume. Now, the thing is, I actually... Um, because I fell asleep, I actually also fell asleep watching it and so didn't know what had happened. And I asked my wife, have you seen this episode? I need to know what the elephant in the bathing suit did because everything gets used during the episode. Eventually I managed to track the episode down because it's bugging me that much. And it turned out Donald Duck wanted to um, get on a big wave on his surfboard and so the elephant in the bathing costume jumps into the ocean or the, the pool to create a big wave for him to surf on. So it was an elephant with his trunks on. Yeah. He had a bathing suit on. You know. <laughs> I just don't really get it. I, I, no. No. Not so much of a rant about cross-dressing. More of a rant about Disney animators. Stop smoking. 
<laughs> or at least pass it around. Share the, share, the, share the wealth so we can all think, oh, that's why you need an elephant in a bathing costume. Is that Disney Wonder? Is that what it is? Yeah. It's just code for smoking something else. Um, but Paul, I mean, you know, I mentioned obviously my trip to, to Disneyland Paris recently. Um, what about yourself? Uh, my, this, this is where I go into uh, another mode. Um, Yes, I've just come back from four days, three nights is what the length of holiday and the was in Sequoia Lodge, and we got a Golden Forest leak for you room again. Ah, uh, the the Golden Forest Club, it's uh, character breakfasts every morning. Mm -hmm. Just a couple of characters, very good if you get that and go down for it. Um, but this time, I took out the in-laws with us, so it was myself, my wife. Six-year-old, a four-year-old, and uh, two slightly late generation of people. I think <laughs> the most politically correct way. I've <laughs> never heard that before, but go um, And uh, yeah, we, we hired a uh, we, we hired an eight-seater to take a broad and drive down with us. So uh, I've done the journey from here across through the uh, through the t through the Euro Tunnel and down through France uh, with. Do you think he's going a bit fast, Montague? <sighs> In the back, constantly. Well, hang on a second. Yeah, don't, hang don't, on just a second. Just don't ask. Uh, you've got an you've got an in-law called Montague. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so uh, I, I've uh, had. Oh, What's your father-in-law called? Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, so we got down there. Um, we finally arrived about three o'clock Saturday afternoon. Um, Saturday crowds, yeah, do not bother with weekends. Do not bother with going into Disneyland Paris at weekends. It's just not worth the effort. They're not geared up for that amount of queuing, I don't think. Um, but we got down there about three o'clock, uh, checked into the hotel, emptied the bags out and thought we'll take a nice stroll into the park and get something to eat. Um, so we strolled down. Uh, not sure what the in-laws were expecting. They wanted to come with us to for the for the girls to see Santa Claus. And uh, yeah, uh, a bit of moaning about having to walk that far. So we walked back to the hotel <laughs> and had a meal in the uh, buffet of the Sequoia Lodge, which is the Hunter's Grill. But it's a buffet, not a grill. So, yeah, we had that very nice buffet. Uh, they really do cater very well for gluten-free people. And what we've noticed Good. in the morning, it, my, my wife, uh, yeah, she, she has to eat gluten-free. So we've had experiences both good and bad. But one of the best experiences, and one of the things people complain about in various forums about Disneyland Paris is... The French. The, the breakfasts. Everyone, <laughs> everyone to a penny pretty much scoops up as many croissants as they can manage, <laughs> yeah. puts them into their luggage, and then drags around the park. And you get other people going, looking at looking at them as if they're like, look at that. But when my wife asked for uh, le pain sans gluten, which is about as much as my O-level French could muster, um, the waitress brought out a basket, and it was all sealed units so you've got two slices in, in a wrapper two slices in a wrapper and she just took very politely two slices of bread and a couple of crackers and some biscuits ready for breakfast no 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 no. you want more for the day you want more for the day so they basically emptied this basket of gluten free food <laughs> into her bag for her and it's like well we're not taking this we're being given this honest um, so they were very good for that but yeah we've dealt with uh, some elderly people who didn't realise there was as much walking as there was. Uh, and I think in four days we've managed to... Uh, we got on five or six rides in total. Uh, which is slightly disappointing. But three of those were an extra magic hour in the park before they arranged to meet us after breakfast. <laughs> um, we finally got on Crush's Coaster. Uh, we got there at 10 o'clock. Yeah, did the Toy Story Mania run over to Crush's Coaster. Um, got on it, 
and by the time we got off it, it was one hour fifty minutes. Yeah, sounds about right. It's like, whoa, in the time it took us to get through the queue on one ride. Um, yeah, lots of things not working, lots of things bally cold, and with the traditional luck that we get whenever we're out there, every queue we got was held up by someone, something broke down. Uh, yeah, not a, not a bad trip. I do like Sequoia Lodge as, hotel, as a hotel. That would be the one I'd recommend to everyone. Mm. But it's a it's a difficult situation taking the in-laws. So next time we get some uh, slightly more cost-effective travel agent discount tickets, we might take someone a bit more of a Disney fan. <laughs> if there's any volunteers. <laughs> so, yeah, very interesting. Um, and it's a long old drive. I'm like, absolutely sharky now. Yeah. So, uh, yes. Is that a French one? Yes, Le Shafted. <laughs> um, trying, trying to think what else. There's a couple of other things. I'm sure I'm sure they'll come to me when I'm slightly more compassionated. Did you see Christmas Dreams? I, we did, yes. Um, it is, it's not just a Christmas addition to the Dreams mm. Parade, is it? It's, uh, it's a lot of the characters from Frozen and that uh, snowman, whatever his name is. Oh, uh, Olaf. But having not seen the actual film or know anything about it at all. Um, yeah, the girls were just looking at it like, who's that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess we have to see that. But that's the, you know, that's the only additions they've made, really, for that is a complete change of it. Yeah. Not just additions. Uh, the Quite a special touch. The first morning we walked in on Sunday morning, uh, we got there just after park opening you can't even call it rope drop because there's no ceremony no there, there is no such thing as ceremony there. it's <laughs> come in yeah. <laughs> uh, walk down main street and the fake snow blows mm. out the top blows out the top, which is great uh, yeah and I've, I've had it happen before now in florida i think it seems to ring a bell where I've, they've blown some sort of foam and it yeah. At Christmas, they do that. Yeah, but it's not quite the same in Floridian heat. No. no. Actually, walking down Main Street in, at zero degrees on a, on a cold winter's morning with snow blowing at you, you think, oh, how romantic. God, it makes it feel even colder. <laughs> so, yeah, not bad. Not bad. And, no, and did, you, did you meet Father Christmas? We did indeed. We queued for an hour and a half. Or Père Noël, of course. Yeah, we did indeed queue for uh, an hour and a half um, to uh, to get ho ho hoed by Father Christmas. He's a good uh, guy, though. He's, he's a good guy. I didn't realise he came from Bristol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Father Christmas uh, with a very broad Bristolian accent. He um. <laughs> In France, was just bizarre. He left a long time ago. Like people still think he lives at the pole, but you know, obviously, people knew where he was. So he, he took some uh, advice from his good friend uh, Nicholas Cage, yeah. who of course lives in Bath. Yeah. Um, and he said, "Oh, you want to try Bristol?" All right. Yeah. Or Clifton, just down the road. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was. Um... He likes the suspension bridge. We could, we could go to the whole Eisenberg Kingdom Brunel route for no apparent reason, but I think we'll try and keep it as Disney as we can. Uh, yeah, so I, don't, I don't remember any other Disney podcasts talking about uh, Mr. Brunel, but hey hi. No, no, I, I know some people who went to his university. <sighs> anyway, we've, we've, so where has this gone? Uh, how, and how to bring it back onto queue? With only, yeah, I don't know. We need a bridge, bridge to a different segment now. Yeah. Hey! Hey! Who's done there? I don't even have a sound effect I can use. Like <laughs> be, be pretty. Yeah. I, pretty derogatory, I think. I can't. I haven't even got one. I haven't set anything up for that one. I don't know. No I think the phrase rhymes with clucking bell. <laughs> That'll get us stopped somewhere. Oh, that always reminds me of Taco Bell. Oh, where can I get that one? I think the phrase rhymes with Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, not quite. Anyway, um, yes, gentlemen, ladies. Uh, have, have we got these shout-outs? Because, like I said, I, 
completely neglected to do any kind of running really. So, um, Stephen Maxwell, hi. He's bound to have talked to us on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Hello, we now just assume that he has. We have just the three listeners. Um, Emily. Yeah, yeah. Disney Brit fan, Emily. Hello. Yeah. Disney Brit fan, she's also called Emily. That's a proper name. Oh, right. Okay. I thought you said she was a Disney fan. No, that's a Twitter doofy. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's all right, because they never get this far into our podcast. No. <laughs> yeah, they give it up way before then. <laughs> uh, Tom Amin, of course, who yeah. uh, recent guest on the show. Yeah, Tom. He's, uh, he's, been, uh, he's been there and about us. Indeed. Steve Maxwell is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is a tradition. Everyone knows who they are. Um, so, Brian. Craig. Craig, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I tell you who I'm going to give a special shout out to. Derek Bergen. There we go. Derek Bergen, who, uh, um, for, for um, he gave us a very good compliment the other day. Uh, so much so that I gave him uh, a, my favourite picture. Um, of a seal of approval, which uh, the picture I sent over to him is a picture of the singer Seal giving a thumbs up that somebody once got. You you do not understand. We I found this picture when I was at work one day, and we was trying to outdo each other with different seals of approval. So someone got an actual seal that says approval on it. Someone else got a, a seal smiling or whatever. But I found the only picture in the world of the singer Seal giving a thumbs up. <laughs> I was so happy when I found that picture. Oh, random podcasting. Yeah. Oh, and, if, and if anyone wants to see that picture of Seal, you can come and visit our website at www.disasterdark.com or email us at podcast at disasterdark.com and a free Seal of approval picture for anyone that asks for one. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, you can right. also you can also find us on Twitter at disafterdark, facebook.com forward slash disafterdark, and macechat.com. Uh, YouTube at disafterdark podcast, Instagram, um, yeah, uh, you name it. You can find the Disney Dream Girls in iTunes. You can find our website www.disneydreamgirls.com and on Twitter at disneydreamgirls.com. Dream Girls. It's just your voice, actually. Can you just say Disney Dream Girls in a husky voice again for me, please? Disney Dream Girls. Yeah, that would be. Is that yeah. all right? That was lovely. Yeah, that that was a sound bite. Um, yeah. also, just before we do go, <laughs> um, there was there was one other comment which I completely forgot about. Um, following on, this is why I'm having to talk over you. Bad, bad, Paul. Um, from uh, Sarah uh, Poonset, I believe that's pronounced who um, was listening to the Thanksgiving episode and her husband was walking around the house going, woo-hoo. Which is, of course, what I made poor Joshua Gillespie do over and over again anytime he mentioned um, the, the word said altogether of duck and, of course, tails. Um, <laughs> and I'm glad it took on because I, I really wanted Josh to feel a bit of pain for that and I'm glad it wasn't all for nothing. So uh, thank you for that. Just uh, just just um, looking at iTunes though, we have had quite a few recent reviews. So there's a couple of people there we should we should maybe give a shout out to. We do promise to. So yeah. yeah. So so one is from BCL1973, and it's a five star yeah, review. It says tick tick boom. The Disney podcast community will never be the same again. This show is brilliant in capital letters and is only going to get better. Well done, boys. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are, you, are you reading by by reverse order from date? Uh, no, <laughs> not exactly. Well. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah, this one. The pub singer gets a mention. The pub singer right. made, made me follow through laughing last night. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, the pub singer is actually getting quite a lot of five star reviews. In his own right, he's become a, a legend in his own lifetime. Yeah, indeed. we'll have to put together a compilation, downloadable compilation album. <laughs> uh, is there any truth to the rumor that we're changing the podcast name in a year to 
Disney pubs singer after dark. <laughs> he, he only comes out after dark anyway, so it's just a game. Sounds like it. <laughs> uh, what's, who's on your next podcast, then, Michelle? Um, myself, Jane Phipps, and Jim Carcass. <laughs> That's one of my Disney dream girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim Carcass is not a girl. <laughs> I believe it's only true to the rumour that on your next few shows you've got Adam Goodyear, Charles, um, and the Malibis. No. Uh, we're so in trouble now. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, seems like a good summons, any? We love you. Ah, yes. Anyway, right, I've, I've got to find another button. Uh, this one. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> and, and thank you, dear listener, for the download. And we apologise. Yeah, we'll, we'll get better one one yeah. week. I promise. We'll get the hang of it. Uh, yeah. See you, folks. Thanks, everybody. Growing older is mandatory. Check out the Disney Dream Girls. Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? Disney Dream Girls? <laughs> <laughs>